Hello and welcome into another episode of my cat's least favorite podcast, the Dynasty Dogs Podcast, brought to you by Win Daily Sports. I'm your host, Rich McIntyre. Alongside me, as always, Michael Anthony. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's going on, Rich? How are you? Fantastic. Tonight we're going to be going over the Gobble Gobble games. We're going to be going over the Black Friday games. Mike's got a little bit of trade insight for us. He's had a uh, whirlwind of a week trade-wise, and someone I know took a Han Solo mission up to Buffalo. He's going to tell us all about that and a little bit of injury news. But first, Mike, what do you want to go over? You want to start with the Buffalo trip? We can get that out of the way because I'm sure the listeners are loving hearing my (laughs) vacations. But uh, Your your solo vacation. Yeah, my my Han Solo, as you call it. So, yes, I did go up to Buffalo this past weekend to attend a Bills game. They were playing the Jets. Um, I will say that the Bills fans are very friendly, uh, very passionate fan base. Uh, okay. They do remind me of Eagles fans, which is awesome, uh, just with a bit of a different accent than us. <laughs> but um, their food is awesome. I had some buffalo wings, uh, honey barbecue no honey butter barbecue wings from a place called uh bar bill and those were phenomenal probably one of good. the top yeah they were probably top three wings i've ever had really? so that's that's saying something um are you a blue cheese stadium, guy or a ranch guy no you, you come on you know this i'm a ranchman <laughs> okay good. i'm a rancher as they say <laughs> uh, but so the stadium in buffalo is a little older they are building a newer one I think they said within the next two years, it'll be ready to go. Um, it's a bit smaller too. It feels like a college stadium, but it's, it's nice. It's very open. You could cut. I mean, I was sitting four rows from the end zone, but um, it felt, it felt, it felt like, it felt like a, how can I put this? It felt like I was at home. It felt like I was at Philly. It was just it's mm-hmm. colder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what else? The tailgate situation there is wild. So it the the stadium's in the middle of a neighborhood, essentially. And there's parking on people's front lawns, there's parking in businesses, and there's just tailgates <laughs> going on each which each which way you look. There's just, just some, a tailgate. Some going dudes on, lawn. Is, yeah. It which is it was cool. It really was cool. I really enjoyed it. The Bills won thirty two to six. Uh Tim Boyle made his debut in that game, and when I saw him come out, I said I'm going to drive back to the old hotel because I don't think I really need to see this. Um, Bombs like boil. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did wear an Eagles hoodie down there. I did get a lot of looks because Eagle green is very close to jet green. Yeah. And when, you, when you're flying solo, <laughs> you know, you don't want to risk it. How many people did you see get thrown through tables? A couple. A couple. I would, you know, there was so much going on. <laughs> that I feel like I probably missed more than I saw. Right. But yeah, I I would highly recommend, I would highly recommend going to Buffalo for a game. Never been. I want to take a trip up there. Mm -hmm. I would definitely It looks cool for sure. Besides the bleacher seats that you said, but uh, I mean, you're not really, you're not really sitting down at a football game anyway. True. True. Yeah. There was a lot of standing there. The bleacher seating, you know, it's not great, but at least it has a back. So it's not mm-hmm. like a full bleacher situation. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it's still, you know, it's still not great because it feels like you're sitting side by side with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have your own personal space. But yeah. it's still, it still wasn't terrible. Like I, I could do that, you know. Nice. Definitely looked fun. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah. 
Um, do you want to go over the injury situations? Sure thing. All right, so let's get into it. The first thing we had was last last week. Uh, we had two game injuries in the same game. Joe Burrow out for the season with a wrist injury. I don't know if you saw. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw the injury, but it did not look great. Um, he threw the ball and immediately just went down in pain uh, on the sideline. He tried to throw two passes, barely gripped the ball. So that sucks. And then Mark Andrews went down with an ankle injury. I thought he was done for the season, but when I was looking today to, you know, put this, you know, put our uh, show sheet together, it said that he's hoping to be back in 2023. So I was, I was surprised by that. I Hmm. thought he was done. What was his injury? It was an ankle injury. It doesn't have, but they didn't didn't disclose what it was. I just, not that I could see, Mm. but I'm surprised it said hopeful to be back in 2023. And now I don't know if that's wishful thinking, you know, the players well, always try to be on the on the positive spin, but who knows? Well, I mean, is that wishful thinking or is that preparing people be like, dude, he's not coming back next year? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know it was that long of an injury or that bad of an injury, but. No, he. I mean, he's cu- trying to come back this season. Oh, OK. Yeah, I misunderstood what you're saying. OK, yeah. yeah that, like he's so trying then to come mean... back in 2023, like in a couple weeks. I, I don't see how that. <laughs> Maybe in time for the playoffs. Maybe. I mean, they're definitely, but, it seems like they're a playoff team. But if they're not disclosing what it is, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, can't really gauge how long it's going to be. Right. Right. But yeah, Baltimore's, I, division, the Baltimore's division's tough. So I don't know, who knows if it's they even tough, make the playoffs. But it's like, are you afraid of Cleveland? Are you afraid of DTR? I mean, I'm afraid of but Cleveland's they always, defense. But they always play tough. They always play tight. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Pittsburgh, same way. Cincinnati is Joe mm-hmm. Burrowless. You know, we were just talking about that. So I think yeah. they're I think they're done. Yeah, another season down yeah. the tubes for Cincinnati, huh? And another season down for Joe Burrow. So I I'm starting to become a little worried about his uh yeah. his injury history. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say injury prone because I feel like that's kind of like a very overused term. But what but is it? Like two out of three seasons, dude? It's something like that. Yeah. It's like mm. Um, but yeah, we really don't have that, that many injuries, uh, that I have down a couple of just other news and notes. The Pittsburgh Steelers fired Matt Canada, which is huge. Um, That's so huge. there is, there is no excuses now for Kenny Pickett. This Wait, is, I don't, mean know, to, I don't mean to cut you off, but I did want to go over the injury that happened tonight. At, oh in, yeah. Jalen Thoughts. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I know it's not a, I know it's not a, um, you know, really fantasy relevant but we could just take a second to talk about how how absolutely horrendous new york's um playing conditions are Mm -hmm. and the field and i you know it just blows my mind that still today players are still playing on astroturf yeah it's like dude the jets stadium the jets turf seems to take out a bunch of people yeah dude did you see the video of it yeah, I just watched it right before we got on it. You can just it was scary. if you look at his calf, you just see his calf pop, and it's like holy shit. But yeah, that, that's just it's just a damn shame. But I didn't and, uh, mean to cut you off. Well, yeah, I mean it is kind of like noteworthy because uh, <laughs> there are people that play IDP out there, and and especially in our in our league we are. But in my other league, uh, my buddy has Jalen Phillips, and he's completely pissed because the last five weeks he's been absolutely tearing it up. Yeah, he's a good player. Um, so back to real quick about Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett. So hallelujah. 
Yeah, Hallelujah is right, but now there is literally no excuses for Kenny now. He has to. It's put up or shut up time. Uh, I do think. Do you think he's safe next year? No, Kenny. No, I, I think he stinks. But um, <laughs> no, I don't think he's safe at all. Um, especially with like the amount of quarterbacks that are coming out this year. Got a lot of good ones that are coming out, and mm-hmm. I don't know if Kenny Littlehands is going to make it past. I mean, especially because, you know, you got a guy like your boy, George Pickens, who literally he's a great player. But like you can see him bitch and complain on the sidelines every single week, week in and week out. He's upset or he's, you know, he's doing his little uh, prima donna wide receiver stunt as they all do. But he's not going to be he's not going to put up with that guy much longer. And who do you want to keep happy? You know, you're going to trade him away. You're going to trade a, a you know, a young wide receiver away and to keep your your quarterback or. You want to keep the quarterback? Yeah, uh, I mean they're gonna they're gonna have to make a decision. I don't know if they're necessarily gonna be high enough in the draft to take mm-hmm. a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I do think. I mean, they could trade for one, but I don't. I don't see that as something they would do either. Uh, no, I don't know, but they got a good team though. Yeah, they I mean, they, solid their offense is good. They just Kenny Pickett stinks. They got two young. They have two good running backs. They have two good wide receivers and a serviceable Allen Robinson. You got um, Friermuth, and you got Washington. Eventually, he'll play. You Washington, know? he's been a very nice NFL player. I don't know about um, you know fantasy wise, but he's been a good blocker. Oh, I can tell you in a minute. <laughs> Go ahead. I can tell you. Because I took him and oh, I'm like, you oh, have him. Know, that's right, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna stash him here. I'm like, okay, he could be, he could be a player. And then, turns out, let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, he really hasn't well, done much. He's, of he's projected this week 0.79 points. So, no, he's averaged two points. Two point six. Yeah. Two point eight. Three point two. Zero, zero, three point five, which is insane because he's dude, he's enormous. So I guess he's like a, another lineman, but he's a good target. Yeah, he is. He's a huge six target, seven target. six seven two sixty four. He's that that is a massive human being. Yeah, that's like maybe forty pounds away from a being a tackle. He somebody I I was <laughs> listening to a podcast about. Uh, the draft, and he came up, and somebody apparently told Washington at one point, put on 40 more pounds and just become a tackle. That's funny. But he didn't want to do it. I think they, do you think they eventually uh, try to get him to? I could see it. It's it's possible. It's, it's possible. worked out for Jason Peters. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he's still, he's still trying. I don't he's know still if he's still kicking. Still, yeah, he got hurt last night. I think he just yeah, needed I know. I was I was gonna tweet that, but I was like, I don't want to be mean. <laughs> Surprise! He needs, he needs to ride off into the sunset and just call it quits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, just a few other news: Jack Del Rio got fired in Washington today. Um, they they stink. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm surprised. I'll be surprised if uh, Ron Rivera is back next year. Um, we will talk about Washington a little bit uh, coming up shortly, so we'll leave that. Desmond Ritter is back to start in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> I, I I don't know what Atlanta's going to do. It's, it's just a, such a it's such a like a forest fire down there, dude. It's funny. I seen I think Deron Bland, the corner for Dallas, has more t- 
touchdowns this year than Kyle Pitts has had in his whole career. And that's that sucks because he's not a good, he's not a bad player, but he's no. just. And this is what we argue with. I would argue with my buddy who's an Atlanta fan. I'm like, they take all the shiny new toys and they like, they take a shit quarterback and they continue to have a court. And they needed a quarterback since Matt Ryan. Yeah. I and also like, think, you know what? I also think uh, Arthur Smith is part of the problem there too. Oh uh, yeah. He's, he's a doofus. Yeah. He, uh, he doesn't know how to use his <laughs> no. talents. Like I get it. Desmond Ritter stinks, but like you have enough talent out there to be using these guys. Like why, why am I seeing Tyler Algier getting 20 carries and Bijan getting like 14? Yeah. Not only I that, I mean, they have Taylor Heineke who was pretty decent. He's better than, um, I mean, apparently not. He's benched for him. And once you bench a guy and then you put him back in and you bench a guy, like you can't do that, dude. You just gotta, you gotta keep rolling. You should have, realize that like Desmond Ritter wasn't the guy and now you just got to keep him out. Like you, you got to move on next year, next season. They got to bring up a quarterback. They got to draft a quarterback and, or trade for one or sign one. Cause I think, uh, what's his name ends up there. Um, Kirk cousins. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a pos- That was, a- that's actually a good call by you. Um, Kirk cousins, Ryan Tannehill, like but if they like, knows? I think if they got Kirk cousins, that team would be like, I think that'd be a playoff team. I think yeah. that would be a playoff team. Absolutely. Yeah, they have a good defense. They have, you know, they could draft uh-huh. another defensive lineman or uh, linebacker in the draft, and and that probably be all right. Dude, that division would be theirs for a while. Uh for a few years because Kirk probably mm-hmm. doesn't have too many years left. Right. But all right. Well, you want to get into yesterday's games a little bit? Sure thing. Uh, last night we started with the Green Bay Packers surprisingly. Taking down the Detroit Lions, twenty nine twenty two. Um, are Detroit is is Detroit for real or no? I think they are like my great um, one of my great idols. Dave Grohl says, "Pretender." They're pretenders. I think. I don't. Th- <laughs> I don't think, dude. I don't think they're real. No. No, no I don't. They're starting to look like it, and the wheels are starting to come off of. Uh, that offense too, just a tiny bit. I'm going to give you both quarterback stats from this game the past two weeks. I want you to tell me who's Jordan Love and who's Jared Goff. All right, Jared Goff the last two weeks four touchdowns to six. Oh shit! I gave you. Dude. I gave you. <laughs> okay, anyway. I don't know who this is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to give you the answers. Uh, Jared Goff the last two weeks four touchdowns to six turnovers. Well, don't give me the next one. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) Six turnovers, three interceptions last week against the Bears, and then three fumbles yesterday against the Packers. Jordan Love the past two weeks, 590 yards passing, five TDs. So he's he's coming on strong the past two weeks. Um, I think he's bought himself some time for sure. I think he's bought himself the year, the next year. I think Mm -hmm. so. Um, Yeah. I agree. They are extremely young offense, except for that offensive line, which they definitely do need to address. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they have been slowly with uh, Runyon Jr., you know. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, do they go out and get, like, a first-round talent for Jordan Love, finally? I, I mean, they're probably going to get, like, an offensive line. I mean, they could yeah. <laughs> use it, but they, they're probably going to do something like that or, like, a defensive player, which, I, I mean, that's the Green Bay way of doing things. Right. 
Um, I like some of their weapons there. Uh, Jaden Reed yesterday, four for 34 and a touchdown. Um, Christian Watson, just at, I finally benched him in one league because I couldn't do it anymore. And he decides to go off for five ninety four and a touchdown. Love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I think, I think, I think Jaden Reed is probably the number one on that team. I don't you know think about so. you. Yeah. I, th- I think I, right I, I think I said that a couple episodes you said ago. Did I? Yeah. Did I? I don't remember because yeah, I had Dobbsman. Because <laughs> I had Dobby. Reed. Too. I was Dobby. I you had were... Reed too. So did you? Okay. Yeah. I, I traded for I... Reed actually in our league too. I think I think you remember seeing that, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's a good move. Yeah, I like Jaden Reed a lot. But um, you know, back to the the Lions, we were talking about um briefly, you know, Jared Goff's turnover concerns the past three weeks. Three interceptions to the Bears is it's it's shocking. Mm-hmm. Because that, yeah. that passing defense has not been very good this year. And Goff is not normally a guy who turns it over too much. So six right. and two weeks is surprising. Yeah, he's been he's usually a solid he's a solid quarterback. He's not the guy that obviously was the number one overall pick. Like, you know, the consensus this guy's gonna be fantastic. But he was serviceable for a while and actually a pretty decent fantasy quarterback. But now, I mean, he's a now or is he just a bridge? He's a bridge, I, I right? Mean, I don't think he's a bridge. I think he's bought himself another year or two because he's only 29. Um, <laughs> so I do think – I don't think Hendon Hooker is necessarily the answer there, and I don't think they're definitely not going to be high enough in the draft to to address the quarterback position. So do you do you think him and Hooker, like, duke it out next season or what? I mean, they might if fight, he... but who knows? <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I think I think it's Jared Goff's team uh, for at least another year or two. Uh, he, he's he's played well enough. I mean, yeah, the past few weeks haven't been great, but they are going to be a playoff team. They're probably going to win that division. You would think, yeah. right? Yeah. And I don't but think the, I, I don't think the Lions have won the division in like millions of years no, or ever. That's a surprise. Yeah. Um, but you got to remember, Hennon Hooker's kind of like you know, up up there in terms of. Yeah, I think you know, he's rookies, 25. Something like that. So he's not they're not giving him, you know, all that big of a leash if they want to use him, they want him to play. I mean, mm-hmm. they use the draft pick on him, so you would think, you know, he's playing. So I gave you some stats on the both of them. I gave you, you know, their ages. Obviously, Jordan Love's still <laughs> young. He's 24. Um, who do you prefer dynasty wise? So considering both of them have probably, I would think both of them have a year left. I don't know if I would probably say love just because they're both going to have next year, mm-hmm. but I think love's got a chance to win the spot further the next year than, um, Golf than does. Golf does. Yeah. Yeah. I could agree with that. I, I, I slightly lean love too. Like we said, Goff is a very very good quarterback. He's definitely going to help you win uh, titles this year. Mm-hmm. But I think I trust Love a little bit longer, especially if he continues to play the way he has the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be locked up for 2024 as yeah. their quarterback. Uh, you want to go to the next one? Do you have yeah, anything yeah. else? All right. Cowboys no, absolutely shellacked Washington 45-10. to 10. Dak came in for 22, 32, 331 yards and four TDs. 
uh, a, a light game for CD Lamb, four for fifty three and a TD. And Tony Pollard, I mean, hasn't been like the greatest, but he mm-hmm. had a nice game last night, thirteen for seventy nine and a TD. Um, so let me ask you this: as we are Eagles fans here, as we are, you know, guys who really don't like Dak that much, um. If you are a contender and you need a quarterback, you know, based on the injuries that we've had um, this past year with quarterbacks like Joe Burrow and um, just a laundry list, Kirk Cousins, would you trade for Dak and what would you give up for him? No, <laughs> I wouldn't no. trade for Dak. If I you're mean, for this, to win. for this year, yeah, maybe. But every year up until this year, he's he's fucking stunk. He's thrown mm-hmm. interception after interception after interception. And then his numbers, I feel like, are inflated because he plays he plays like this against shitty teams. Like, wow, he he smacked he smacked Washington and he smacked Danny DeVito and the Penguin in, in New York. Wow. <laughs> but then and then people got the balls to put him in, in MVP conversation. Come on, dude. Well the numbers are there. I could agree the that the numbers are there against Washington and New York. He did it against us. I mean, they lost that game, but they, he did play well against Philadelphia. You gotta give him that. Uh, I have it right here, actually. He was, uh, he threw for 374 yards, three TDs. Um, I'm not seeing his, oh, his completion percentage was 65.9. Any picks? No. No, he's actually been a little safer with the ball this year. Uh, He has, this year, he's 23 TDs to six interceptions. Okay. He's he's been a little safer with the ball this year. I could give him that. But in regards to dynasty, if I'm trying to win, if I need a quarterback, I give up a late first for Dak. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think you have to in a superflex league, right? Yeah, probably. I if you're you trying to win to. this year, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think you have to. And he's got the talent around him, like CD Lamb, um, Brandon Cook. So I didn't mention four for seventy-two and a TD. He came, you know, he's going to have these games. Uh, Ferguson, who was quiet yesterday but he's been a solid tight end turd um, ferguson <laughs> I, I i think that could i think that could help also help you win uh, a dynasty champ or a fantasy championship in general so uh, i know we hate him but got to give the devil his due you know yeah uh the next on the on the washington side sam hell 28 of 44 300 yards no touchdowns one in our, uh one interception uh brian robinson 15 of 33, 3.5 yards of carry. Oh, no, I'm sorry, 15 of the 53. Curtis Samuel went absolutely off. Nine catches, 100 yards. Jahan Dotson, five for 52. And Terry McLaurin, four for 50. Uh, what do you think of Sam Howe? I don't, I don't think me and you have talked about him too, too much. But I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be decent. I think he's, I think he's won the seat, won his spot for next year. I um, think so too. At least he, for the I, beginning of the season. I yeah, and I think potentially going forward they might have their guy. And he's a, I mean he's a great fantasy quarterback. He puts up the numbers. Um I don't think he's terrible. Mm-hmm. I think he's mm-hmm. as good as Washington's had in quite some time. Yeah. Yeah, I could agree with that. Um would you say he's a better fantasy quarterback or a real life quarterback? Hmm. Probably better fantasy. Yeah. I mean, you I, get more, you get, because you get better results from that, right? So you're yeah. going to get him throw for fucking almost 300 yards. And throw so 50 you're, times. <laughs> yeah, right. So you're going to get those numbers, whereas they could still be a loss. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In real life football, but 
I think if Ron Rivera is out, though, I do. I'm just a little concerned about Sam Howell. Just a well, little. The writing, the writing's on the wall with that. It's going to be um, Eric Bieniemy's team at some point. You just got I you know. Think so too. It's all over about the crying. Um, but you'll kind of see. And you know what? Bieniemy deserves a shot. Um, he's deserved yeah. a shot for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um. But you I know, think did, I, I I think teams wanted to see him prove it without Andy Reid, and I I think I think it's fair because Andy Reid's been a legitimate head coach, you know. Yeah, I mean, but then forever. at the same time, I mean, the Eagles hired Doug Peterson, right? That's true. So yeah. I mean, they got him true. right from um from from um, Andy Andy Reid. So I mean, I get it, but you know no, yeah you I mean you're not wrong you're not wrong I, I i could agree with that but i mean he he has you know this washington offenses look better with the enemy than without it so i mean you could say yeah. that he's definitely gonna be back in the head coaching uh position mm-hmm. hiring position at some so point one thing this year. i'm super like surprised at is that um that the washington commanders are using brian robinson a ton more than antonio gibson i feel like Mm-hmm. Like I thought, Antonio Gibson is, it was going to switch to Gibson back to Gibson being the guy. I thought and, so. We talked about that before. Yeah, I we talked so about that too. in one of our earlier episodes that um, before the season that I thought he was going to be the catch um, receiving back, and it hasn't turned out that way. So, yeah, and Brian Robinson's been catching the ball a little bit here recently, mm-hmm. which is surprising because I don't see him as a uh, pass catcher at all. Right. So, um, but do so. You know, back to Dak and in, in regards to Hal, who do you prefer as your Dak fantasy quarterback? Hal, 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 Hal. I'm going really? Hal. Yeah. His numbers, dude, his numbers have been pretty solid. Like yeah, his fantasy I, numbers, you know? And I think he's got a longer shelf life um, than Dak. I think Dak, I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to fall with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's good. I just think besides the the sea, I think the season's kind of an anomaly and he's kind of been, you know, middle of the road to an overrated quarterback. Okay. I mean, hard to argue, but I think if you were to tell me, you know, both of these quarterbacks, I mean, obviously Dax in the MVP consideration, I don't think he's going to lose that job next year. I think he's safe again. Um, If you were to tell me, both of those were saved next year. I still think I prefer Dak over Hal, just based on the team around him. Like you're going to tell me you're giving me CD Lamb, you know, with Dak. I okay. feel pretty comp- I, per- I feel pretty safe with that. Um, and plus, I mean, if Dak wins the MVP, which there's no way he's winning the MVP. I, you, I don't people, think so either. Dude, but people see the f- inflated numbers against again Washington and da- Danny DeVito. They see the inflated numbers. Right. It's all over. It's all on the Twitter sphere. Both sides. Oh my God! Is Dak in the in the playoff or is he in the MVP consideration? Last I checked, our guy was number one in the polls. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> argue against Hertz right now. You I mean, you're right? Like, look at the schedule. Just look at this. Look how he played against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. He didn't play his best game, but like Dak would have lost that game. Yeah, they played well enough to win that game, and it yeah. was it was ugly on both sides. Well, uh, the play calling was absolute horseshit. But yeah, that's that's a, that's another. Topic. Hey, dude, I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's mm. throw a bubble screen to the left, and you know what? When it doesn't work, I'm gonna run it to the right. <laughs> and you know what? Just 
I don't remember. Did I run it to the left? Let's try it. Third down. Let's go. I have a different I have a different opinion though. I think instead of giving it to your two best wide receivers, 45-year-old Julio Jones on a on a screen. <laughs> That's Why? my guy, dude. <laughs> Why though? I don't think Julio's seen a screen in like five years. Why are you trying it? I don't know, but dude, you know what even works better? Third down, QB draw. Third and 15, third and 14. Oh my God. Let's do a QB draw right up the middle. <laughs> we'll get them. That's actually going to bring me into the next game. San Francisco goes in and smacks uh, Seattle 31-13. Uh, there was a point in this game where Seattle in the second half was coming back. Purdy threw a pick six, um, made it close, and then Seattle just can't. Seattle just could not get anything going offensively. Um, yeah, they, they had like two completions at the half. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think Geno. I th- I, I think the 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 fairy tale on Geno Smith is starting to come to an end. Well, it's got two more years left, so. Oh, that's a yeah. that's a like classic flash in the pan. Let's give him money. Give him three fucking years, and now it's like. Okay. Yeah, he, you're gonna waste. Say this. Didn't he say like after last season, he's like, um, they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. I, I think they're writing back. Well, you know. Yeah, it looks I like. Feel it. bad. I feel like you're they're gonna, starting to write. They're typing. You're gonna waste all this talent. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, because this is where I was going with that, they had a chance to kind of get back in this. Uh, they ran it out of the shotgun on fourth and inches. Don't you just love seeing that? And it, I love seeing it not work out mm-hmm. I, because it's that that play call in general for any team, you know, Seattle, they did it. But like the Eagles have done it. Teams in general do it. It is the most nonsensical shit I've ever seen in my life. Why do we continue to do it? Why do teams a fourth, continue? A fourth and inches? Uh, no, shotgun runs out of uh, for fourth uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah, are we I, doing that? It's just. I don't because you're gonna. I'm gonna fool them. Here it come. Oh, it wait. could be a throw. They, 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 they can't be that stupid, right? No, they are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last night, you know, back to this game. Twenty-one of thirty for Purdy, two hundred nine yards, one TD, one INT, which was the pick six. CMC, man, uh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to not put him at the top three, even time top three, top five dynasty running backs. He's man, I, I, I thought he was going. I thought he was going to shut down. I thought he was going to slow down, not shut down. Yeah, uh, he has no signs of slowing down. 19 of 114, <laughs> two TDs. He's a bad man. So, okay, so back to the so back to the Dak MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. The fact that Dak is being in the conversation and like people are actively talking about it and people aren't actively talking about CMC being in the MVP conversation is ridiculous. I this mean, means arguably having one of the best football fucking seasons of any football player. And it's not even like being actively said on like either social media or in like media in general when you watch it on the TV because you'll see oh Doc and MVP conversations but dude CMC is playing out of his mind why because it's a quarterback award and it's yeah, so that's... it's so corny that that's what that is yeah it, it is a quarterback award and we're not I don't think we're gonna see a running back win it again and you should for a while. Dude, yeah dude he's playing like he's playing the best football of any football player. Mm-hmm. This season, well, isn't that the the the, the definition yeah. for the for right. the trophy? Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, it's so insane that he's not like because he should be, right? But there, it's essentially I'm going to give it to the best quarterback. 
Yeah, it's a quarterback award. It's just the best yeah. quarterback award. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, going to back to the game, Gino, 18-27, one INT. I mean, I know he's banged up, but he is not getting the ball to the playmaker's hands, you know, DK, Lockett, or JSN. Uh, it's just – it sucks because there is some talent on that offense and it's just not getting done. No, I agree. It's just – like I said, it was a flash in the pan. Now they're stuck with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're not they're not bad record wise, so they're not going to see a, a you know a Drake May or a, a Bo Nix. They're not in that type type of realm. So they're kind of like, I guess you wait until Geno's last year, and hopefully they stink enough to get a good quarterback. Whoever's coming out in two years, mm-hmm. Ar- Arch Manning. Uh, um, that's three years from now, but yeah. <laughs> Hey, maybe he'll redshirt because he's so excited that the quarterback. What's the quarterback's name in Texas? Uh, Quinn yours. Yeah, he's going. Back oh, he, to he's for like. Another year. He's like. I'm so happy that he's here. I gotta tell you, dude, you're lying. You are <laughs> lying. I'm so happy that I'm not playing. This he, is great. He's got to be frustrated. That's got to be frustrating because yeah, you went there with the intention that you were probably going to be the next guy, and now it's like psych. I would have been transferred net by then. I don't think he's going to. He should. He's too so. damn nice. Well, we think that, that name alone can get you to any any school you want. That that is one hundred and ten percent true, and it's going to be a first round pick, no matter what. Yeah, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, real quick, <laughs> you sent me a meme earlier today. Do you want to talk about it? Oh uh, yeah, because you you hate you hate. Oh my guy, mm-hmm. Quentin Johnston. <laughs> But who couldn't catch a cold, by the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's essentially it's a guy who's getting like uh, hit in the back with a whole bunch of, I guess, what was it like rockets or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. He was he he was he was blocking um, JSN with his body because it's essentially saying that they're the same. They're the same wide receiver. And you do not. You don't like that. You're not a fan of that. And I have to tell you. And our listeners that I did not create this meme. I just merely shared it. Because you knew it would get under my skin. <laughs> you don't even believe it, yet it, you knew it would get under my skin. Because there are people I mean, that actually believe that. Hey, what happens next year when Johnson suddenly learns how to catch a ball? <laughs> or run around like, oh, to save his yeah. life? <laughs> it's, so here, oh God, I mean, tweeted it out. I, I was so annoyed. But... So you can call him Quentin Benjamin. <laughs> he reminds me of Kelvin Benjamin so much. Oh, that's horrible. That's bad. Um, so far in the year, JSN. So JSN actually led the team in receiving yesterday. But JSN for the season is 38 catches, 406 yards, two TDs. Oh, Quentin Johnson is 20 catches, 103 yards, and one TD. Now, can you tell me what the difference is here? Um, I'm going to go with Herbert V Gino Smith. Yeah. And you're not, you're leaving out so much more than that too. You're leaving out, um, <laughs> no Mike Williams. You're leaving out. No Josh Palmer. You're leaving out the fact that JSN is behind DK and Tyler Lockett, which is fair because those guys are both, uh, pro bowl caliber wide receivers. Let's be honest here. Um, and JSN is still outperforming him. So wow. I think, wow, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that we are very jaded 
uh, as a fantasy community with the fact Ooh. that why, what you, what's that? <laughs> oh, that was deep. <laughs> yeah. With the fact that first round wide receivers have like broken the mold. You know what I mean? Like years ago, three, you know, let's go back five years ago. First round wide receivers didn't really start taking off until their second year. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you got Jamar Chase, you got Justin Jefferson, you got, you know, Devontae ex- Smith. yeah, Devontae Smith. They all take off year one <laughs> and then they forget that these dudes are rookies. So, yes, my argument's kind of contradicting, contradicting itself, contradicting. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Quentin Johnson could learn, you know, to be a better wide receiver. He could obviously get better. But if you're telling me that JSN is a Boston Quentin Johnson is you know close to that? You're that is just asinine. To me. Is that is that what that is that what that meme meant though? That they're busts. That I don't know. It's I don't I know, don't I didn't see no bust anywhere on that paper. It does say bust on there. <laughs> does it? Yeah. I just says, I, I paid I too I paid too much attention to the caricature. Yeah, you paid too much attention to pissing me off is what you did. <laughs> uh, it's it says JSN is Johnson, a bust tweet. <laughs> yeah. No, I just see him just blocking him. I'm just like, oh, JSN. I'm like, gotta send this to Mike. This is going to love this. <laughs> JSN. Well, let's, let's not even the... ignore the fact that in the beginning of the season, when JSN wasn't getting a whole lot of snap share, they were running 12 personnel, so double tight ends, because the offensive line couldn't block me and you out there, so they couldn't use JSN. We, we got to give credit to uh, Sam Sherman, who tweeted it out on on Twitter. At Sherman underscore FFB, it says, "It says someone commented. Imagine JSN on the Chargers. It said 2022 DeAndre Carter. <laughs> Damn, they're killed, dude. You're killing your boy. <laughs> they're killing your boy. Did you read a lot of? I read some of the comments. No, I didn't. No, that's so funny. <laughs> oh man. But could you? So in reality, when I was looking at this draft, I really wanted JSN to go to LA. <laughs> Because I mm-hmm. thought he would be the perfect um, next man up for Keenan Allen. But <laughs> Keenan Allen, who got hit square in the chest with a ball in the end oh, zone, was like, end I was like, when we talked about it um, on our Dynasty DNA's podcast, I'm like, anytime TD score by Keenan Allen, and I'm watching, I'm like, oh, oh, there it is. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> really, dude? I'm like, it's it. that couldn't have been a, a more perfect ball. It was right, right. in the chest. <laughs> right. So do you actually believe the meme you sent me or were you just, were you, you know, dude, is it time for me to jump ship on Quentin Johnston? Yes. Like, is it time? Yeah. I've been but I saying, still, I've... I have to, I have to hold on because I have him on my bench. True. Dynasty I mean, you're bench. Not, <laughs> you're, you're not going to get really anything out of him at this point or anything for him at this point. <laughs> Help me out. I'll, I'll trade you. No, no. All right, I'll give him to you for a third. And say, oh, why, my, have the tables have turned. Yeah, I mean, for the a third, maybe I would consider it. <laughs> uh, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get into the next game before I, I start throwing my computer. Um, <laughs> Dolphins 34-13. That was the Black Friday game. It was Dolphins and Jets. Um, this is exactly what we thought was going to happen, that, you know, the Jets were just going to get shellacked. I thought maybe they'd put up a little bit of a better defensive effort. They did in the beginning, and then it just kind of all hell broke loose after a 99-yard INT return. Yeah. So, 
Tua, 21-30, 243 yards, one, uh, one TD, two INTs. Mosert, 20-94, two TDs. You know, Father Time does not want to stop him. Um, just love playing against him. Yeah, I know. I'm playing against him this week, so that's fantastic. Uh, Waddle, 8-8 eight, eight of 114. He finally came alive, and again, that, I'm playing against him too. I have him, so finally. I took him over Devontae Smith, which I guess turned out to be kind of even okay. almost. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, 9 of 102 for a TD. You can't stop that man. Um, Tim Boyle was the quarterback for the New York Jets. <laughs> 27 to 38, 179 yards, one TD, uh, two INTs. You know what's hilarious about him? So mm-hmm. I learned this in Buffalo, so thank you to the Bills fan that told me this. Uh, Tim Boyle only has one career college touchdown um, stats. You can Google it. Tim Boyle has one. Now, I do believe that there are some more from a D2 program at Western Kentucky, but it's not charted anywhere. So what you're telling me is essentially this guy is in the NFL and has thrown one more college touchdown pass than I have. You're telling me there's a chance. I'm sitting here no, talking I, to you. I threw three in a flag football game before. Oh, yeah, dude. Same. I did play. <laughs> I was a, I was a quarterback at the Newman University flag football team. <laughs> I was decent, man. Um, What are you doing with Garrett Wilson for the rest of the year? <sighs> Um, looking at him and crying. I don't know. (laughs) Just like I told everyone, um, how many weeks ago that he's not going to be a top three wide receiver and he's, is he even top 10 at this point? Top 10? No, I mean, exactly. But I said it more for dynasty purposes than, um, you know, this season. Yeah. For this season. Uh, let me look. This season and next season, dude. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be the guy. Aaron Rodgers carried, Aaron Rodgers carried American flag. Came out, did like did like one pass, had one pass, and was like, "Ow!" (laughs) I think he did a little bit more than "ow." (laughs) Ow! I need to go Uh, smoke some more peyote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he is wide receiver thirty-one currently. Oh, that's great. That's a lot. At least, hey, listen, listen, listen. Everyone thought I was crazy when I said he's not going to, but at least there is a three in the number that he's he's currently charted at. He's not wide receiver three, but there's 31, and 31 has a three in it, obviously. So, I mean, great. Close enough, Your, right? boy, your boy was right. For this year, yes. <laughs> I knew it all year. along. Uh, they couldn't even get Brees Hall going in this seven for 25. It's... <laughs> It's a it's it sucks, dude. Whoever like this is what I this is what I'm telling you, dude. This is the two teams I stay away from in fantasy, you know, player wise, either like wide receivers or running backs is New England Patriots mm-hmm. and the Jets because the Jets are the Jets and New England. They, you know, their running backs have always been like, uh, like yeah. everyone. Ramon J. Stevenson is going to be great. No, he's not. I told you that. Yeah, I Garrett was Wilson's going to be three. Right? No, he's not. I told you that. Just listen to your boy. Just listen. I ain't going to steal you wrong, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to go back. Check the tape take, a little. Take, Cal- the take Calvin Ridley, man. Take Calvin Ridley. He's and play him. Especially when Zay Jones ain't playing. Play him. True. True. Um, 
Uh, we haven't done our uh, running back rankings yet for Dynasty, but where do you have Brees Hall? Mm, I have to think. He's probably in top 10. Top 10? You're that far off? Because I, I think haven't he's met, in- like anywhere between 3-4. Three, 3-4, four. Three, four, who? Yeah. Because um, I've got Bijan, um, Jonathan Taylor, and uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, either McCaffrey or Hall. It just, yeah, it, I said it earlier. <laughs> it's hard for me to put him in the top three because of the age, but he there's enough production in there for me to want to put him there. Okay, so can three, I ask, four, ask you this? I, a guy who I know wasn't in your top ten couldn't be, can't be in your top ten before the season started. Where do you put DeAndre Swift now that he's been playing? Fantastic for the Eagles. I think I do have him in the 10. Or he, he's either 10 or he's like right at 11. I would have to go back and check. Um, I have it typed up somewhere. I just have to find it. But I do think he's at like right around the 10 to 12 spot. Okay. And I would take... I have. I actually have Swift at 11. Okay. But where, do you, where do you have Rashad White? Not in there. No? <laughs> Not in the top 12. Okay. I have, so what I had typed up in October was Bijan 1, Taylor 2, Hall 3, CMC 4, Saquon 5, Walker 6, 7 Gibbs, 8 ETN, 9 A-Chain before he got hurt, unfortunately. Jacobs 10, Swift 11, Eckler 12. And Eckler looks like he's hit a freaking cliff, man. Mm-hmm. He might be hurt, but he's always hurt, dude. That's why I'm not even, I'm never, you know, really high on Eckler. I play a lot of redraft, so I'm like, I never draft. Like, if I have top five, top four, or five, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't draft them. Um, right. I stay away from guys like that. But yeah, I don't top ten for sure. Who uh, Hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, he's I like, I like ETN. I like ETN a lot. Um. See, the thing is with Etienne, real quick on that, is that he started out so hot because Mm -hmm. he was touchdown dependent. And now the touchdowns aren't really happening. And Trevor Lawrence is rushing for touchdowns now all of a sudden. That he's kind of slowed down, but he's still very, you know, good. I think his ceiling's higher than Hall's. (sighs) I think he's got a lot of room to improve. And he, mm-hmm. the thing is with, with guys like that is he's got the quarterback. The qu- Trevor Lawrence is going to play his entire career in Jacksonville. You would think so. Yeah. You know, he's going to, it's going to be okay. 20 something year old, um, 20 something year old Trevor Lawrence and 20 something year old ETN. They're going to grow together. And I think they're going to play together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're probably not wrong. You're not wrong, but I, I think I prefer, um, Hall as a bell cow back. He's okay. going to get you, you know, 20 some odd touches. ETN could do it too, but they do, you know, I thought tank Bigsby was going to be a little bit more of a thorn in ETN side, but it just hasn't happened. Um, mm-hmm. But we've seen Doug Peterson historically be a rotational back kind of guy. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see, but I do prefer Hall. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that'll do it for us this week for the Dynasty Dogs podcast. And just to let our listeners know, Wind Daily Sports is running 
a 50% off premium subscription um, on their website. Just use the coupon code half off and receive 50% off any subscription. So uh, go check that out. That's uh, that'll do it for us. The dynasty dogs. I'm rich alongside me as always is Mike. Have a good night later.